Hey, sweetie. Hey, bro. What did you just call me? What, bro? I am not your bro. Oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a term of endearment. You can call me anything but not bro. What about dude? Where is this coming from? I don't know. I just want to be one of those couples that just has a nickname for each other, you know? And you picked bro? I thought it was unique. You know what, bro, my man, dude? You call me that one more time and we are done. Oh, come on, man. No? Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. My name's Maddie, and I'm here with my co-host, Grace. Hi, I'm here. You're here. I'm here. How are you? I'm good. You're good? I'm so pregnant. I know. (laughs) It's really happening. She's really popped. Yeah. I mean, like, you've been popped for a while, but you've popped. Yes. We're out there, you know? We're just trying. How are you feeling? I I don't feel as bad as I thought I would Mm. at um, 30 almost 33 weeks pregnant. I cannot believe that you're in the 30s now because you're in the home stretch. Yes. (gasps) Yeah, yeah. We've got like – I've got a countdown application and it says that we're at 45 days, I think. Yeah. Until baby. Oh, my God. And like I have moments where I'm like, oh, my God, it can't come quick enough. I'm so excited. But then also your vagina. And I'm like, ah! Well, I've been doing birthing classes. Oh, how's that going? It's – it's really good. Yeah. Okay, it's I think it's really good to go in prepared and like not be scared of the birth yeah. and that's really what I wanted to get out of the birth classes. The type of birthing that I've decided to do is hypnobirthing, which is like it's kind of like hypnosis but not traditional hypnosis where like you center your body and go into like a place of like serenity and calm when you're having contractions. And then you breathe through them. Okay. So, I mean, you can still use pain. What's the word? Like relief. words. Pain relief. Thank you. (laughs) I can't remember any words. (laughs) I don't know how these podcasts are going to go. There's going to be a lot of. They've been fine. What is that word? I've been listening back. I don't know if they've been fine. Baby brain has been like a feature in the last few episodes, but it's okay. I was actually thinking about this recently is that. The entire podcast that we've recorded has been your entire pregnancy journey. The baby can listen to it when they're they're older. Because when we were doing the first test episodes, you just found out that you were pregnant. Yeah. Hiding a secret. Yeah. And then I think it was like episode four. Yeah. That you told everyone, but you were obviously pregnant for the first three episodes. Yeah. You yeah. You haven't yeah. told anyone. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. Your whole pregnancy I journey. I have like a record. This has just become a motherhood pregnant, um, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. It's, I think it's really cool. And I didn't really anticipate it for us, like being co hosts, is that it's cool to talk about being a grown up, dating, relationships, and all of that to have a very single person yeah, out <laughs> Con- there. but contrasted with you know someone who's engaged and is having a baby I think yeah. it's very cool because yeah. we have very different life experiences I think it's also nice because it goes away it goes against the trope of like single friends can only hang out with single friends yes locked down friends can only hang out with locked should I call myself locked down I was gonna say what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about I'm COVID? locked down <laughs> oh I see you've got the chain yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chain. like married or engaged women got like it. they're only gonna hang out with other Married, married or engaged people. and same with like women that are having babies obviously I, I will probably spend a lot of time with women that have children because I want to be able to like go more in depth with that but yeah. I have a lot of friends that aren't having children 
right now and like I still like them yeah you're not gonna <laughs> cut them out them in my life <laughs> don't cut us out because we don't have kids <laughs> no don't cut me out <laughs> <laughs> oh no we wouldn't you can bring the kid with yeah. you I'm not like a big I don't know I think the only difference between like non-married child-free people and mm. like married mothers yeah. <laughs> gosh I can't talk either <laughs> but I think like the major difference is like maybe that we just go out a little bit more but I'm not that kind of person anyway yeah 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 I think that's the hardest thing like I I have a friend who has a baby and her baby's like two years old and about to turn two and I think the hardest transition for her was the friends that couldn't be flexible in how they would spend time with her Because once you have the child, there are going to be certain things that you can't do. Like you can't just on a whim pick up and go to a brunch. Like you kind of got to plan it a bit more ahead because you've got to plan around this. Get a Yeah, or like just make sure that it works with like nap times and how's your baby going on that day. And like, you know, people have to be understanding if you do cancel in the last second to be like, look, I'm sorry, it's just not going to work out because the thing that I can't control, which is my child, is being a menace. Yeah. And there was people that just, like, weren't really receptive to that. They just don't understand or they're not, like, willing to be flexible. Yeah, yeah. Like they, don't want to be they friends with those friends. people anyway. No, you know, you want friends that are definitely going to be flexible. And I think my friends are flexible. Yeah, I'm going to be them, flexible. I'm I, I so think excited nice. to meet you, baby. Yes, we do. Yeah. We're going to bring them. They'll sit <laughs> over there. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, Grace. Okay, well, you're not being flexible, so... Okay. <laughs> I'll bring my dog. Yes. Because yeah. I'm yes. I'm on my journey to get a dog. Yes. I thought it was going to be January, but I've decided to wait a little bit until March because I will be doing a bit of traveling in January and mm. I don't want to have a, a dog. I have people who would care for the for the puppy, but I would be really jealous that the puppy would be with them and not with me. And so because um, my sister's like, I'll mind them. And I'm like, nah, no. I'm just going to wait. I'm just so, going to have me and my baby time. I think March is when I'm going to get my dog. Amazing. I'm so excited. You don't want to be FaceTiming from across the world being upset that you're not with your dog. Yeah, because I don't want it to like. enjoying out the other side of the world. I don't want the dog to love my sister more than it loves me. <laughs> it has to love me the most. Let me fill you in on my dating life because I feel like that's a, you know, we talk about your baby and we talk about my dating life. Yeah. (laughs) Every episode. It's one or the other. (laughs) I have deleted the dating apps. You have? I have. How long ago? Two weeks ago. Okay. So like, because I feel like if it's within a few days, they'll cut, they might come back. Well, I I want to. Well, this is the thing. I, I boredom swipe at nighttime. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, I'm like, ew, what the fuck? Because <laughs> somebody will message me and I'm like, no. Nah. What was I thinking? I don't want to – well, not because I don't find them attractive, but I was just like, I don't I don't want to date. I'm sick of it. Oh, so you're trying to not date. It's not like you want a different method of dating. Like you don't want to have the rom-com sitting at a cafe. I mean, yeah. I was staring across. Does that really happen? Maybe. Maybe. Well, do you spend enough time in cafes? Yeah. Oh, well. I've, I've realized though in the last two weeks of not being on the dating apps is like I've been trying to make eye contact with strangers because I'm open to that. Yeah, right. I'm open to a meet cute. I'm open to a rom com. Could be very dangerous making but, eye contact with strangers. <laughs> but this is how I make eye contact with someone who I'm attracted to. I'll be walking or like I'll be sitting somewhere and I'll see them and then I'll be like, <laughs> look down as soon as you can. I'm not 
not going to do the whole bat my eye eyelashes and like look at them and smile and invite them over. I'm just going to be like, oh my god, don't I look can't at look at you. Don't look at me. <laughs> so how is it going to happen? But I, I've deleted the apps only because I realized that I was only boredom swiping and I wasn't actually looking for connection. And I was just, it's just, it's just a game. Like you weren't invested in talking to any of them. No. Right, and so right. like you know, once you swipe, and this is just the problem with dating apps. And like I'm open for my mind to change because I do want to give them a crack. People meet people all the time. Like, there's so many successful stories mm. on dating apps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like you swipe on a person and then you've forgotten about them because there's already somebody else's profile there there's nothing special in that initial stage yeah. yeah and so and even when i get a match like the match comes up i still close it i don't message them i'm like cool got a match and then i let it sit in my inbox and then i'm still swiping on the next people would you like wait for them to message you first is that important to you no i don't mind sometimes i do message them mm. but I don't know. There's something also about like the opening message being really has to be perfect. Has to be. It has to really catch their eye because you can't mm. just say hey. They're going to ignore you as well. And so like I have many messages in my inbox where I have sent out a message and I get no response. Yeah, right. I feel like if you just sent hey as the only message, that is the texting version of how you're making eye contact with people yeah. in life. <laughs> like, I'm giving you a second, but I'm not going in too deep. That's that's weird. I, I'm not giving you all of me. Yeah. So I sometimes <laughs> I sometimes try to reply to something on their profile or like something that's like you know yeah I'm like, hey I really quirky like, yeah something or like they have a prompt on their hinge where it says like some kind of like funny prompt and I'll reply to that or I'll have a response, mm. but. It's not working out for me at the moment, so I've deleted it and I've decided that I'm not going to re-download them until the new year. And it's been hard because I've yeah. really wanted to re-download them. For sure. Because I get bored and lonely. It's what a lonely it? time of year. It is. It's it's a hard time of year. Mm. It is. It's like I, I mean, we're coming up to Christmas. Both of my sisters have partners and I'm the only single daughter for the third year in a row. They're talking about like spending time with their partners' families, and I'm like, I don't have anywhere else to be. <laughs> I'll be at home. I mean, I love my family. I'm gonna be with them, but it's just like it'd be nice to have another option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then New Year's Eve plans, which are always never fun. Yes. I mean, I don't think New Year's Eve plans would get easier when you have a partner. Yeah, but you at least have someone to sit on your couch with at 9 p.m. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, Tom, and I have been together for six years. We've spent two New Year's together yeah. across the six years. The one last year where we sat on our couch and we watched TV. I'd just come out of COVID isolation. It was our oh, first day seeing each other. I remember that. Yeah. So we hadn't seen each other in two weeks. So we were like, no, let's not go out. Let's just like hang out at home. It was really nice. And then the only other New Year's that we've spent together, we weren't together. Uh- <laughs> it was in the nine months we were broken up. But we spent New Year's together. Oh, Um, that's nice. Other than that, we've always gone separately because neither of us are willing to give up our plans. Well, good. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what I just realised while you were talking, though? This Mm. is the first New Year's Eve since COVID where we haven't had, like, a lockdown or restrictions. Yeah, 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 there won't be any restrictions. I feel like there's, like, lots of events that I keep seeing, like, Mm. popping up. Like, I'm seeing all of the posters on, like, electricity poles again. Oh, yeah. You know, like, when people just, like, tape them. Do people still do that? Oh, my God, I'm seeing them so often now. And I'm like, is it 2018 again? I don't know. But, yeah, this this New Year's Eve, I just feel like, yeah, there's maybe more pressure to have, like, the best one. Yeah. But I hate the pressure of New Year's Eve because I never have fun plans and it's never what you expect it to be. It never ends up being as fun as you think it will be. Like, I think it's going to be slay. (laughs) <laughs> not kind of living living <laughs> actually we should talk about this we should talk about slay i have to talk about it i it's very important in your life right now 
No, because it's, I don't know why. I, so I've just moved management companies. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, So I've just like got a new manager, which is funny because she's my old manager. <laughs> I don't know. She was always my manager, but she moved companies. So I joined her. But this company that I'm working with, they love the word slay. Slay is like the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know how I feel about slay. I think it's a great word. Have you heard about the slang embrace? No. It's a step process. It's like a five-step process with like slang mm. or like new terms. And there's so many coming out with TikTok. Like there's so many new. It's ever evolving. There's so many new words that we're talking about. Like there's a new one called like Riz. What? You don't know what this is? What's Riz? Oh, I don't even know what it is, but I had to Google it. You know how sometimes when the comments come up and it has the <gasps> search already there for you? What is the prompt? Some of them are actually Fucked. so outrageous. I get really worried that on my, like, what's going to come up on mine? No, like, truly. Maddie McRae is a fucking asshole. Because it's all based on what people are searching. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Most so of it's crazy. just going to be like, is Maddie McRae a twin? <laughs> no. Maddie McRae sliced bread? <laughs> I think I finally think the slice of bread is like, I think it's gone down. It's gone down in the best way as in like, I love the slice of bread, but people are just being like Maddie McRae is like a comedy girl. She just (laughs) does funny things. She's not just, just a slice of bread. You're no longer chained. Yeah. Chained to the, to the image of slice of bread. But we love her. She's my origin story. We pull one out for her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Riz, Riz is when you have some kind of game. Like when you're flirting with someone back Mm. to the cafe. Yeah. I don't have any Riz because this is how I flirt. You're looking down. I just look down. Yeah, Riz is like when you have game. Oh, I don't I know. Hate it. I don't like it because it's too close to jizz. <laughs> I also it, it sounds like something that you would hear in Greece, the movie. Oh, Rizzo! Like Rizzo, Rizzo's got Riz. She's got Riz. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. When I saw it, I was like, I'm not embracing that. But this is the slang embrace. Okay. So there's five steps, I'm pretty sure. First step is a new word is invented. Mm-hmm. Second step is you hate the word. So where we currently are with Riz. Yeah. Right. And kind of where I'm at at Slay. Okay. Third step is you start using it sarcastically. Mm. Like you start using it, you're like, Slay. But you're doing it to make fun of the people who say Slay. Yeah. Then you start using it seriously. Well, and you're it's like, in your vocabulary. Exactly. Now. It becomes yeah. part of your vocabulary. You embrace it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the fifth step is like, now you can't stop saying it. It doesn't matter what you do, it's just there. And you're like, I, I can't stop saying Slay. I'm stuck there with dolls. Dolls. I hire dolls. Yeah. Hey, dolls. Hey, dolls. Yeah, you do say that. I, I say, but like, I've heard myself with like, People that I'm not really friends with just being like, thanks, dolls. I'm yeah. like, that could be so condescending. And I started saying dolls as like a icebreaker. Like when you're going to see someone, you're going, hiya, dolls. Like I, I just did it to say hello without being serious. And now I seriously call people, people doll. Okay. And I feel like I'm 70, but I'm in it. I started calling people babe. Yeah, But I like it because I've always wanted to be the kind of person who says babe. Like, thanks, babe. Oh, really? To a friend. friend. I'm not a babe girl. Apparently, I'm a dolls girl. I don't know what that makes me. (laughs) I've started saying babe just because I think it's cool. Yeah. But eventually, I'm probably going to start saying slay. Slay isn't in my um, vocabulary yet, but my texting language, it's definitely in there. Slay. Like, slay is how I respond to things. It's a really easy comment to put onto a video. Like, if you're trying to support someone or somebody's posted a photo, someone's posted a video, you just say slay. Yeah. Whenever someone, like, whenever one of my friends does well, I'll just be like, slay! Yeah. So, like, it has, like, great connotations. There's nothing wrong with the word slay. And I also, slay makes me think of Paris Hilton. 
And that's where like sliving comes from because Paris Hilton. Does that mean like sleigh living? Yes, I think so. I could be wrong. Sliving. But that's how I've interpreted it. See, I don't like sleigh, but I love sliving. Sliving. And you have to say like Paris Hilton. That's sliving. That's sliving. I like it. love it. That's hard. What was the word before sleigh? Yeah, no. I was going to say Yas, but Yas is so long ago. Yas was a long time ago. Yeah. I also, I have this friend, Mateo. Hey, Mateo. Mateo. (laughs) You know Mateo. Uh, We have a friend called Mateo. (laughs) We're not friends. And... Yes, we are. Did Sorry. You, did you hear that, Mateo? <laughs> yes, we are. Just to let you know. Um, and I have a friend. His name is Mateo. And he is kind of like, I don't know how, but he controls my vocabulary. And I'm not alone in this. There's multiple people that he controls the vocabulary about because he will just introduce words into our lives oh. and we adopt them. Yeah, he's in your circle of influence. Yes, yep. very much so. Yep. And one of them is Babs. 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 Yeah, Instead you of babe, say Babs. I say Babs all the time. Okay, Babs. And I completely stole it off Mateo. And yeah. there's like multiple people that there's people that I work with that also say Babs and we all equate it to Mateo because he used to work with us as well. Oh. The place that we worked really created a chain of friends. Wow. Um, and we like he hasn't worked there in months, but we still are like, hiya, Babs. Yeah, no, he's in your circle of influence though. Mm. And it's actually, um, don't be ashamed of it because it just means that he's important to you. He is important to me yeah. and he's just powerful. But like in he's your life. He's very influential. <laughs> in your life, if, if you start imitating someone in your life, it just means that they're important to you. Well, Mateo. It's a nice compliment. You're very important to me. Yeah. There you go. Circle of influence. Um, Cute. Slay. Slay. Sliving. How many times can we say slay for the rest of the episode? Sliving. It's nice slay. that it's coming up to Christmas. Oh, because you can spe- – and then people spell it the Santa way, like S-L-E-I-G-H. Slay. But it's Paris Hilton. With her reindeer. Oh, my God. Slaying. <laughs> <laughs> or people spell it slay like S-L-E with like a little accent. Slay. Oh. Slay. 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 Anyway, should we move on? <laughs> yeah, no, we should stop just breaking down slay. Slay. <laughs> but now it's time for a segment called Tell Me About It. This is a segment where I do a call out to my followers on Instagram and I ask them to tell me about it. And this week I asked them to tell me about things that your partner does that annoys you. Amazing. Does Tom do anything that annoys you? Yes. Oh my God, tell me. So many things. What? I say so many things and I can't think of all of them, but the one that came to my mind when we first started talking about this was he <laughs> talks through his burps. What? He refuses to give up the floor just because of something as marginal as a burp. So, like, while he's talking, he'll just be like, anyway, and the weather, and, like, continue going. And I'm like, if we're at home, it's one thing, but out and about, I don't know, it makes me nervous. Tom, that's gross. So gross, Tom. And if we're at home, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I can love you with all of your flaws, but he will do this in public. Oh, like, I feel like that kind of etiquette has, like, completely gone out of the window in 2022. Like, nobody yeah. really cares. Like, I'll pick my nose in public. Because <laughs> it's just like, well, we all do it. Don't shame me. Well, we've talked about before the fact that, like, when you're in your car, no one can see you. I'm Even invisible. though you're, you're surrounded by literal glass, no one can see you. If you're picking your nose in your car and someone catches you, that's on you as the person catching me. Because I'm in my car. I'm private. I'm not on a bus. How dare you? It's very different if I was walking down the street. I'm in my own space. Mm. And if you decide to watch me in my own space, 
You do you. Yeah, that's your but own fault. I, I'm going to pick my nose happily. I'm invisible. I only pick my nose in the car. Yeah. It's my favorite place to pick my nose. It is my favorite place. Like when Especially you finish doing lights. something, oh. like you're out, out somewhere where you can't pick your nose and you can feel it. And then you're just like, oh, as soon as I get in the car, I know what I'm, I'm doing. I'm so excited because <laughs> you won't do it in public. But I think my favorite thing is like when you forget that you can pick your nose and like after a couple of weeks, you're like, oh, there's a real crusty one in there. <laughs> She's brewing. I'm so excited. Um, okay. Yeah. Burping in public. That's funny. My, I see, I mean, I don't have a relationship. I'm not in a relationship. But in terms of things that my partner used to do that would annoy me, it's yeah. like, I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> I told you this in the car <laughs> on the way here. I don't like being told what to do. So, like, if I'm having a problem, like, if I'm having, like, a cry and a rant, yeah, yeah. if my partner tries to solve the problem for me, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm like, I'm not asking you to solve my problems. I just need to cry. Yeah. yeah. I just need to cry and vent about it. And I know everything's going to be okay. And that's the only thing you're allowed to say. Yeah. When I'm having like a panic attack or a meltdown, mm-hmm. all you can say is like, oh, that's really hard. Yeah. If you try I just and, want sympathy. If you try and solve the problem for me, fuck you. Yeah. No. How dare you? No. Just let me cry. Yes. No. I want to wallow. Yeah. It's sometimes feels great yeah so that's the one thing so if anybody's ever gonna date me don't try and just solve know. my problems just let me cry she's an independent whammon <laughs> and if she wants to cry she's gonna cry <laughs> i have a couple of examples from our listeners okay good usual ones some people like that i just wanted to discuss towels on the bed oh the towel on the bed kills me i'm not like an overly organized person tom is far more organized than i am like he's the tidier and i just like throw my shit everywhere yeah yeah but a towel on the bed. Mm. Like, I draw the line there. The Why? wet towel. The wet towel. Like, if it was a dry towel, you haven't used it before, go for it. I put my towel on the bed. Oh, you're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I've just started living alone. Nobody's there. My house right now is an absolute mess. But this Me is because I was filming yesterday. And for some reason, I don't know why, I create fucking millions of characters that I have to play. <laughs> And so then I have to get changed. But I'm well, not wasn't it wasn't it eight that you had in one video? I, well, that's the one I filmed yesterday. Oh, so I had eight. my God. I had myself and then I had one, two, three, four, five, six family members and then Brad. We love Brad. <laughs> Brad. So eight. <laughs> Brad turned up because he's my male character whenever I play yeah. like a male person. We're not doing Chad. We're different. We're doing Brad. Brad. I thought about naming my dog Brad. Yeah, Bradley would be cute. Yeah, but then like ode to my character Brad. Ode to Brad. But dogs have to have two syllable names. Bradley. Because like they, they respond better to two syllables. Do they? Uh, yeah. Stormy. I, I just Normy. <laughs> I miss Normy. Like Stormy's really cute, but I miss the Normy days. Yeah. That was like peak King Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, loved her. 2015. Wow, what yeah. a time. Yeah. Um, mm. Anyway, back to this. <laughs> um, so towels in the bed, which I do. Um, Hate it. Kitchen cabinets open, which I do. What? Leaving the kitchen cabinets open. You just leave them open? Yeah. I'm terrible. <laughs> no, I'm terrible. Like what? I open it, grab a cup, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I am quite disorganized as a person. But I can't fathom that. Just shut the cabinet door. I know, bad. I've actually filmed a video before where somebody like commented on it. Like, why close the cabinet doors behind you? <laughs> I mean, valid. Yes, <laughs> them. It's just me. Whatever. And then like, it's open for next time I need to grab a cup. Oh, well, you know, you've saved yourself that 0.25 seconds. It's really important. So there's some standard ones. <laughs> do you know, oh, actually, do you know what I do that what? kills Tom? Yeah. I love just like stripping down as soon as I come home. <laughs> So, like, as soon as I come home, the pants are off, my socks are off, my shoes are off, like, everything, right? Everything that's, like, feels restrictive. Yeah. And it normally is most of my clothing except for my shirt. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a no pants at home.
at home gal. Same. Um, Slay. Like, yeah, we're living. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I will come home to my apartment, which opens to my lounge room. Yeah. And I'll take those clothes off and that is where they live. So, like, if, if I have my way, there's, like, two pairs of pants on my couch at all times and there's just socks, like, t- tucked away everywhere. So you're going to judge me for keeping my kitchen cabinet open? Oh, way worse to leave your and clothes everywhere. And you're going to have everywhere. a pair of pants <laughs> on the couch. People will come over and I'm like, just ignore that pair of jeans. If you could just move that over. And Tom's so always like, it's like three feet I to just put them away. Yeah, but sometimes it's too hard. It's too hard. I've it's got to strip down and sit down. Yeah. Strip and sit. Okay. <laughs> strip and sit. Slay. Strip and sit, slay. Slay. Okay. So these are the ones that were submitted to us. And we did do this last episode with Ryan. Mm. But I just thought we should have a go at laughing at each other. Yeah. With just us. We're, we're funny. funny. <laughs> Tony and Ryan, you're very funny. But we're, we're funny. funny. <laughs> I have faith in ourselves. <laughs> okay, so first one is he has his own sheet on the bed because he likes to wrap himself like a burrito. <laughs> I mean, I love the confidence to be like, I refuse to share with you. Yeah. But I I don't know if I would put this in like weird habits that partners do. That's just a general ick. Like if you did that early on in the relationship, yeah. Mm, like if you mm, first date, I don't know if it would work. first date was like, here's your sheet and here's my sheet, and then he just like rolls himself he's, up. He's a little worm. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> in in Europe, they typically I don't know where, but I know a lot of countries in Europe they have separate um, duna covers, separate duvets. Yeah. And I'm actually I'm here for it because how annoying in winter when your partner moves and then you just get that waft of cold air yeah. under it or when they steal the covers off you it's annoying and yeah, so like yeah, you can is. let's say you're on a queen bed yeah you both have like a single duvet do not yeah yeah on yeah, top yeah, of yeah, you. yeah so you can still kind of cuddle. Like, it's still open. There's yeah. still space. You're not, You're not wrapping yourself up in. like a worm like <laughs> this gentleman is. But I'm actually – I'm here for it to have separate sheets. The burrito thing, I don't know. I think it's it's a bit isolating, isn't it? It is. And then also I just feel like I was always hugging a mummy. <laughs> and I don't know if I would like that. <laughs> the way you said that was so cute. <laughs> hugging a mummy. You know? Like yeah. Next one. Moving on. <laughs> Same thing. Sleeping. Absolutely cannot sleep without listening to his YouTube haunted podcasts first. <laughs> Why do they have to be haunted? Why are they haunted? <laughs> There's something about watching scary things before bed. Like I, it happens sometimes when I'm on TikTok. If I'm scrolling on TikTok and something scary comes up, I'm like, uh, fuck you. I'm about to go to sleep. No, you wouldn't be able to. Lights are back on. Yeah. You need like if, if I've seen something scary... I then need to like – for every half an hour, an hour of something scary that I've watched, I've got to watch something two hours of lighthearted, mm. you know, to match it. So if I've watched a scary movie, which I don't really do anymore because I can't handle it, but if I was, I'd be watching two lighthearted rom-coms afterwards. Yes. Yeah, at least two. Cancel yeah. it out. Yeah, because I'm not going to bed dreaming of that scary movie. <laughs> I'm not going to see the – what's the man with the face? <laughs> Most men have faces. <laughs> you know the you know the man with the with the face. I just remembered I, uh, his name. It's uh, Freddy Krueger. There it is. I don't and I wanted want to, to call him David. <laughs> I don't know why, but David was really mm. in my head. <laughs> to all the Davids out there, I'm not going to bed thinking of you. And I'm not going to bed thinking of Freddy. No. <laughs> David. The man with the face. Yeah. So that I just yeah, that would annoy me as well. 
Which yeah, why well, I just get some AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> Do some. AirPods. Although I'm listening to birthing affirmations as I go to sleep at the moment. Yeah, and it's but like really literal. If Tom found that annoying, I'd be like, fuck you, you're having this baby too, man. Oh, well, it's misogynistic. Have you found yeah. it annoying? No, yeah, he's not involved as a partner. Wrap yourself up in your burrito, man. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we um, listen to these birthing affirmations and they're very direct. And we also have affirmations like put around the house. Yeah. And some of them are like really uplifting and metaphorical. Like you're on a journey and it's beautiful and I trust my body. And it's like, yes. But then other times it's literally just like my cervix will soften. <laughs> and it's like this nice picture of like a flower. Oh. And- <laughs> and they're really funny and the birthing affirmations that I'm going to sleep to are literally just like I will have a calm birth I will have a calm birth my and vagina will get loose yes yes <laughs> and they repeat everything so it's like my cervix will drop in a timely manner my cervix and it's like <laughs> That's really funny because I'm trying to think about manifestations. Like I manifest shit, but it's about like actions that I can do. You can't make your cervix soften. Well, (laughs) that's where you're wrong. Ah. (laughs) If I listen to these birthing affirmations. I can. I'm going to turn my 30-hour labor into a three-hour labor. (laughs) My mistake, my mistake. Uh, No, I think it's it's meant to literally be like if – my subconscious believes that I'm going to have an easy journey. I won't naturally tense oh. when I'm in labor. So, like, it's all about training my mind to not be scared, to embrace it. So then when things are happening, my body goes with it and it doesn't, like, seize up against it. Oh. There's a lot of information. I could go on for a while because I did do four-hour intensive classes on this. This is not a pregnancy podcast, Grace. <laughs> okay, well, Shut up about your pregnancy. Come back next week. <laughs> And we'll go through all of the birthing things that I've learned because there's quite a lot out there. We, you could start your own podcast. All right. You should. Motherhood. Get off mine. Sometimes motherhood. <laughs> That's a good name. Slay. Three more. You ready? I'm ready. My partner has an extensive erotic art collection <laughs> with explicit books, paintings, drawings and figurines that we have to remove and hide every time my family come over. Okay. Do you by chance remember if this was a male or a female that sent this in? Or like if the partner's male oh, or female? I because can't I remember really do think it changes everything. Everything. I feel like it was a female listener who submitted it, but I don't know if don't the know partner about the partner. Is, I don't of know course. if the partner is female or male. Because I think the I think the woman's body is beautiful yes. and like powerful. And I want to become that person that has heaps of female art of just like the outline of the body and stuff. I think that's really cool. But if I went to a man's house, especially a heterosexual man, and they had heaps of like erotic art that didn't feel very empowering, I'd be like, oh. That's a bit double standard of you, Grace. I'm going to walk out backwards. (laughs) I'm not going to turn around to you. No, I don't think it's – it is a bit of a double standard. Because, like, I just, if you like a woman's body and you want a picture or a figurine of a woman's body, is it is it weird for – actually, it is. If, it was weird if a man had, like, I don't know, a penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think there's something really interesting about, like, the naked body. What I don't think is interesting is when it gets – Sexualized. Well, that's what I and mean. And have sexual they've, connotations they've to it. They've used the word erotic. And Erotic's I think that's weird. what changes things because mm. I think just having nude art. Very different. Erotic makes me feel like you're seeing some penis and vagina. 
releasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, I'm a big fan of like the clitoris mugs, you know. Yes, so love that, it, love I it. would classify that as erotic as well. Oh, see, I would just call it like anatomical, but like yeah. arty. I just reckon embrace it. Embrace I, the erotica and just like if the family are not okay with it, don't come over. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the family will come over. You're naked. Embrace it. <laughs> or no, don't come over. That's crossing a line. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, I lived in a house once upon a time that had like a lot of female empowerment art in it. And my favorite things that if I could find them, I would buy them in a heartbeat and probably spend stupid money was these like clay naked women that were like coming out through the ground. So like all you saw was like the chest. Oh, yeah. And like a little bit of the shoulders and it looked like a a, bust. Yeah, kind of. But it looked like a woman that was just like rising out of soil. Love it. And it was kind of like, you know, women, motherhood, earth. Yeah. I I liked it. It was very deep and meaningful to me. And I think about it a lot. But you wouldn't have the same version with a man coming out? It's just not giving what I think it would give, is it? <laughs> just like also when I have like these women, the the idea of like women art, it's always like, oh, this is actually a bit of a double standard, but it's always just like every type of body. Mm. You know, like it doesn't have to be that stereotypical petite body. I think it's really nice when you see different kinds yeah, of curves. Yeah, different types of curves. I don't know how that would look with a dad bod. <laughs> You know what I mean? I love a dad bod. I'm not interested in a gentleman with a six pack. Yeah. I think that would just intimidate me. But, <laughs> but I don't know how it would go in artwork because there's something so encompassing about a woman's body. I mean, that you just don't see. It's, you the, don't birth, get the, it's the life giver. It's yeah. a life giver. I, I understand appreciating a female body. And I feel like all women, whether they're straight or not, we're all a little bit gay. I think, yeah, we can all definitely. We can see. We can see yeah. the appeal. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I love a nipple. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're all a little bit gay. Good on you. I believe it. <laughs> um, I think everyone's, everyone's everyone. fluid. Just accept it to <laughs> yeah. a certain degree. We all just love each other. Yeah. Good. Two more. I'm ready. My ex said that he hated it when I peed in the shower, but he used to like weeing in the bath. <laughs> My man, you are out of control. <laughs> that is so much worse. That's so much worse. I, in my mind, when you said he hates when she pees in the shower, like I was like, everyone pees in the shower. I know. Come on. Like everyone pees in the shower. And if you don't. You're lying. You're lying. Everyone pees in the shower because like, well, you, the water makes you need to pee and it just goes down the drain and it's really easy. And then you just wash yourself. Yeah, it's so easy. It's like a natural bidet. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, I don't think I've peed in my own bar since I was like six. Oh I no! Think, I think as soon as I could really cognitively understand that if I pee in a bath, I'm I'm sitting in my urine. And I mean, yes, look, we is sterile, but it's still it's a bit gross. Yeah, I don't need that on my legs. And it's also like same thing. Like you, you have this reflex now not to pee in bodies of water. So like even when you, you know, do a cheeky wee in the ocean, which I know That's you fine. all do. Everyone like, pees in the ocean. Everyone swimming pees in the pools are a little bit different. But the ocean, mm. everyone pees in it. Yeah, There's sw- currents. It's fine. Swimming pools, I, I don't know, like it, it, if you have to. <laughs> it's been a while since I have. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But the ocean... It literally is like a toilet because it's constantly moving. It's an anxious toilet. And, you know, you will have that fearful moment when you're in the ocean and you get a warm current <laughs> and you go, wait, where am I upstream from? Who's 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 we is that? <laughs> but it takes me a couple of seconds or like a, a couple minutes in the ocean if I'm having a cheeky wee in the ocean yeah. to get going because my body knows that peeing in a body of water is a bit 
off. Bit off. Yeah, I being, like it. Peeing in a bath? And well, the double standard there to be like, I know, I know. You pee in the shower, ew. You're disgusting. But I'll pee in the bath. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he's a problem. Well, that's why she, he's her ex. Yeah. You've done well by leaving him. Was that the breaking point? <laughs> it would have been for me. We would have been like, how dare you? We need to break up. Why? Because you wee in the bath. Well, like, you know, it's it's one thing. I think I could ex- not accept. I could forgive someone peeing in the bath if they were willing to change their behavior. But the fact that you've shamed me mm. for weeing in the shower mm. and then you have the lack of control to hold your bladder. Mm. And not pee in the bath? And are there bubbles in your bath? Or are you watching the wee yeah. leave your penis? And how and long you see the stream? Oh, how I long just... are you sitting in that waterfall? <laughs> Maybe that's how he keeps it warm. Oh, Grace, <laughs> no. I just turned the hot water on. That's disgusting. He's saving energy, though. Good that was him. a good one, though. I liked it. Thank you for submitting that one. Final one. I love this one. He calls me bro. <laughs> That's a really big issue for some people. Don't call me bro. I'm not your bro. Yeah, I'm your babe. Yeah, call me babe. I'm Slay, your babe. sliving, babs, <laughs> dolls. Don't call me bro. I don't mind it. Yeah, I would do it. Or like somebody calls you dude. Somebody's called me dude before, but not because they were calling me dude. It's just that they got so excited to tell me a story. They're like, oh my God, dude, let me tell you this story. And yeah. they got really excited, but I was like, dude, I'm not your dude. dude. My dad and my stepmom call each other bro all the time. But I also call them bro. Like, we all call each other bro. Hmm. Um, Like, I think it's more of just like a family thing rather than like a relationship thing. Obviously, I'm not in a relationship with my stepmother or father. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are in a relationship, but not a romantic relationship. (laughs) What just happened? That's a weird connotation that I put out there, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, (laughs) moving on. I don't know. I feel like I do call Tom... I think I called Tom mate once and he was like, I'm not your mate. (laughs) Don't call me mate. Yeah, mate. Not your mate, bro. I don't know. Bro kind of feels condescending or um, it means that like it feels platonic and not romantic. And if I'm your significant other, I want you to call me babe or baby or sweetie or honey. Would you you let someone openly call you hottie? Like in like endearingly, like, hey, hottie. (laughs) I don't know if I could do that. No, I think I'd like Hottie. Hottie. Now let's go through some more. What, what other ones would we hate? I think I'd be all right with Hottie. I feel like if you – oh, no, no, this doesn't work. I was going to say if you couldn't accept it while you were having sex, then it it isn't a good nickname. But I don't think if someone tried to call me dolls <laughs> during sex, I think I would oh, Do you know cripple. what's funny is I really wanted to be the couple that said baby with my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, right. But I was too afraid to bring it up. Like he was one of my first long-term relationships and – if you don't start calling each other the pet name from the beginning, yeah. I feel like it's hard to incorporate. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so our pet name, and it was disgusting because we were like 18, was Darling. Oh, no. Mm. It's cute. I'm into Darling. No, I didn't like Darling. I, I call d- Tom say, Darling. Yeah, see, Darling now fits. But when I was at 18, it felt weird. That's true. Actually, I only started saying Darling recently. Yeah, As well, an 18-year-old, I get you. Okay, so you incorporated something like quite significantly into the relationship. I just find that like mm. I hadn't called him babe or baby in the beginning and I told mm-hmm. you I want to be a babe girl mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a babe girl and I never called him babe, but I would when we had sex. Oh. And then he would call me baby or babe during sex, but never any other time. <laughs> it was weird. That is weird. Yeah. 
It never it never came out of the bedroom. It's like I'm it only baby too in the sexualized. I, yeah, it became sexy, and I was like, yeah, baby. Oh. But then it wasn't it wasn't like in an endearing way. But I'd I'd be called hottie. I like hottie. Yeah, or sexy. Hey, is, sexy. Is there anything that you would hate to be called? Lover. <laughs> there was a stage. There was a stage where Tom and I weren't officially dating, but we were quite serious. And I was like, so, you know, like, what do we say? And he really genuinely was like, we're lovers. <laughs> yeah. It I did a, not work for I me. have a problem with lover as well. Lover. I, yeah, I need to stop saying it like that. Lover. lover. Because that's but the only way just, you can say it. <laughs> because any other way sounds like a wanker. Yeah. I have taken on a lover. That sounds like you've inherited something you know it sounds like they're a mistress or like not your actual partner yes a lover it does. sounds like it's not it's, it doesn't sound like you're you're committed to them you're not important i to just them. have sex with them and nothing else but i don't want to make it sound crude so i say i make love even mm. though i would never tell them i love them no you know it's not it doesn't feel good no it doesn't but yeah don't call your partner bro leave it for your bros yeah bro <laughs> slay Sliving. <laughs> what would you do if your partner just started saying slay all the time? I don't know. I just hope that, I don't know. It's because I haven't embraced slay. But I'm, mm. at, I'm at the first stage of the slang embrace. I think we should reevaluate this in two to three weeks. Because I'll probably see where you're at. I probably won't be able to stop saying it. Yeah. Slay. Yeah. Yeah. Slay. I think we're going to wrap up now. Okay. Slay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Slay. Slay. That's all we have for Tell Me About It. If you would like to contribute to that segment, you can follow me on Instagram. The handle is in the show notes. Very soon, though, I am probably going to do the call outs on the Sometimes Funny Instagram. So you can follow us there as well. I'll put a link there for you to follow. And I'll catch you next week. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Slay. Oh, 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 oh,